Hey everyone out there, how's it going? Welcome to Screenspeak. It is the podcast that is all about movies, life, and so much more. I'm Jordan Anderson, this is my podcast, and I want to sincerely thank you today for coming by and giving it a listen. If you haven't done one of these things already, please go ahead and do so. First, hit that follow button on whatever you're listening to this on, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it doesn't really matter. As long as you're listening, hit the follow button so that you can support the podcast and make sure that you don't miss out on another episode. Next, the social media side of things. If you like social media, you want to follow the podcast on there, I recommend that you take a look at the Instagram for the podcast, which can be found by simply searching at Screenspeak Podcast on Instagram. You'll find it, hit the follow, and you can see exclusive content that gets posted there. And then the last thing for social media is that if you like to engage with the community of Screenspeak, you want to talk with other fans of the podcast or just talk about movies or whatever you want, ask me anything if you'd like to, you go ahead and look that up on Facebook. Just search for Screenspeak and you can request to join the community and start getting involved with the conversation that we have on movies. So please go ahead and do one or all of those things and I will really, really sincerely appreciate it. All right, well, I'm really excited to have you listening to today's episode because I have a new guest on the podcast that I have not had on before. His name is Isaac McGee, and he is a barber extraordinaire over at Barber's Edge and Salon here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, He actually cuts my hair, so that's pretty cool. And he also happens to be a movie fan, and he likes talking movies. And over some of the last couple haircuts we've had, we've talked movies on and off. And then I finally decided, I was like, hey, you know what? I think he might actually be interested in coming on the podcast. And plus, it'd be pretty cool to promote a local business at the same time and see if we could get something to work out for it. So that's kind of how this whole thing started. Uh, so anyways, I asked him to come on the podcast, see if he'd want to do it. He, he graciously accepted. Uh, and, and so that's what he did. He came on and we ended up talking about the whole nine yards, which is a really, really underrated Bruce Willis comedy from the year 2000 that also stars Matthew Perry. Uh, we talk about that, but then we ended up talking about a lot of different things. Uh, we talked about uh, some of our favorite movies, some of our favorite comedies. Uh, we talked about the mafia because the mafia is involved with uh, with this movie, the whole nine yards. Um, you know, we talked about uh, just a lot of random things. You know, a lot of stuff that I wasn't really predicting, but it's fine because you know that's what happens when you're having a good time and good conversation with somebody. Uh, you know, we talked a little bit about how we got our starts doing what we do, uh, in my case for how I kind of got started podcasting, uh, for him. I mean, he's a barber. That's what he does. It's his full-time profession. So we talked about that. Uh, and overall, I just thought it was a really, it was a really nice conversation. And again, I just love having new people on. Um, it's not that I don't enjoy talking to the usual people that I have on screen speak or people that are recurring guests, but when you have somebody new, it just, it makes it interesting and, and nothing really beats the first time. So there you go. Uh, but I do want to put in a a, a quick plug for uh, his business again, Barber's Edge. So if you are ever looking for a haircut in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, uh, stop by Barber's Edge and Salon. I'm going to pull up their address for you right now if you're in the area. So if you're in Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, it's 3964 Center Point Road, Northeast, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, 52402. And that's, again, Barber's Edge and Salon. Uh, They're a fantastic place to go get a, a haircut. 
Uh, they do a lot of things uh, there. Anything from, like I said, just standard haircuts. They do neck shaves, uh, face shaves, beard trims. Uh, they do certain things with colors. They can do waxing. Uh, they, they, they really can help you out with anything, any, any and all hair needs. Uh, I would definitely recommend talking to them. And as a special thanks for listening to this episode, if you mention my podcast, you mentioned ScreenSpeak from now till October 31st, you will receive $5 off your haircut. And again, that offer is $5 off a haircut just by simply mentioning ScreenSpeak or this podcast or this particular episode. You go in there, tell them that you heard about them on ScreenSpeak, and they will go ahead and give you $5 off your haircut now through October 31st of 2022. So I'm very excited to be able to have that offering out to you. Uh, But again, check them out. They are super awesome. And without any further ado, this is my conversation with Isaac McGee of Barber's Edge and Salon. Well, I, I really appreciate you doing this, sir. Really, really do. Oh, I appreciate you having me. And I, I mean, you're, you obviously must like movies. Otherwise I don't know why you'd be here. <laughs> exactly. Love movies. That's why I'm a little overweight. I, I like to sit there and watch a lot of movies. <laughs> so, now, okay, wait, what's your snack of choice? Um, well, I love, I love pizza and I love Reese's peanut butter cups. Anything with, with chocolate and peanut butter, I'm pretty good with, so. Now, do they go on the pizza or you keep them separate? I, I keep them separate. <laughs> I was going to say that, that, that might, I mean, that might be good, but that's, that's almost too much. You, you need a little bit of moderation with that. <laughs> it depends on what kind of night I'm having, I guess. It's... Now, what kind of pizza though? And from where? Well, I, I was thinking, I guess frozen, but if I had to pick in town, I think the, the best pizza when they're on their game is definitely uh, Zoe's. Uh, okay, so. if you ever had yeah tomasos is good and of course yep. you know like cappies as well yeah god i haven't had zoe's since uh honestly since i was a kid probably like it's it's been a long time because i don't really get over to marion that much uh but tomasos is good that's for sure and and i know needs pizza downtown cr is also pretty good too that's good. Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I just don't, you know, live downtown, I guess. So I just don't yeah. go that far. Yeah, I well, I wouldn't probably get the pizza unless I was like ordering out or something. Because, yeah. I mean, I can go downtown, but I'm just not really I don't really frequent it that that much, you know. Um. OK, so I got to ask, because we're talking about the whole nine yards today, which I'm thrilled, by the way, that we're talking about this because I you know, we talked about this when we were talking about which movie to talk about. And I think when a lot of people hear Bruce Willis that, you know, they think of Die Hard or Armageddon, Unbreakable, some of these other movies, but I don't really hear a lot of people talk about this one. Yeah, no. And I think it's one of the best comedies probably ever done. It was like one of the like shocking comedies with uh, Bruce Willis. Mm -hmm. He's really good with, with that Matthew Perry. Yeah, yep. yeah, the guy were, from Friends. Yes, they were good together. <laughs> I I think uh, you know it was interesting when I was getting like preparing for the episode and stuff. I was kind of looking at like old reviews on the movie, just kind of seeing what some other critics had thought. 
And uh, Roger Ebert, I'm, I'm sure you remember him back with like Gene Siskel and Roger Ebert. They do like the two thumbs up, two thumbs down. Oh yeah, yeah. They're sort yeah, of like yeah. the original like movie reviewers on a on a mainstream yeah. platform. But uh, he commented in his review that he could just tell like regardless of like the movie or like what the quality is, he he just felt like he could just really feel the actors were just having a ton of fun making the movie. Because of all the wacky situations and the fun dialogue and everything. Yes, it looked like it was probably fun. I like the whole 10 yards, too. They could have kept going on them. I would have watched I, I never saw the sequel. You never seen the whole 10 yards? No, uh, I haven't. I mean, I know it I know it bombed when it came out. I know it didn't do too well, but I, you know, I, I won't make an opinion on a movie until I watch it. Well, definitely check it out. It, you know, it's kind of like what the hangover did. They kind of repeated. Mm-hmm. But um, it was still funny to see him twice. Uh, <laughs> now, did you uh, <clears throat> have you watched the whole nine yards recently or it's been a little bit, but I've seen it a few times. I've seen it several times, so I, I, I didn't have to like watch it before this episode to prepare uh, my older brother yeah. and I. It's actually one of our favorite movies with Bruce Willis. So we've seen it many, many times. Um, I, I like just from the, you know, just the opening of the movie alone. I think Matthew Perry really, he's so great in the part and some people like you could say that he's just sort of doing another version of Chandler cause he's sort of like a neurotic guy. that's kind of insecure and you know, he's, he's very much Matthew Perry. I think a lot of it's just kind of him being leaning into his own natural humor. Um, but just the, <laughs> just the opening Isaac when like. You know, he's he's getting just like bitched out by by his terrible wife and the mother in law. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going I'm going to work. And like he just sits in the car and just is like, God punching. damn it. Just like <laughs> just like starts like banging his head against the wheel. Yes. Um, unfortunately, I guess that's all too relatable a thing. It's just somebody just feeling beaten down by 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 life. But at least you can have a laugh at it. Yes, that was uh, the the part I I remember the most when, of course, surprisingly, Matthew Perry, he kind of has a few things that stick out. But um, when he he decided to sleep with Bruce Willis's wife, ex-wife, like I I was done. That was uh, that was hilarious. (laughs) And then he, he he was terrified about it. And there's a few really good scenes with him. Yes, I. I'd say it's one of, yeah, one of my favorites, definitely. Well, I, you know, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, you talked about how terrified he was uh, knowing that he was going to sleep with a person's, you know, ex-wife, which ordinarily you'd say, well, okay, you know, maybe you might get in trouble, but like, what's the big deal? And it's like, well, the, you know, the guy's a a psychopathic hitman, or at least (laughs) that's that's what he thinks. So it's like, you know, he's naturally afraid he's going to get shot for for I think they say like stoop my wife. I thought that's how Bruce Willis says it in the movie. <laughs> um, yeah, and then the what the the lady that was working for him was actually hitman that ended up with Bruce Willis. I yeah, they had a lot, they had a lot of twists. They had a lot of twists in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Now I got I got to ask. Uh, so on my podcast, Isaac, I talk we talk hypotheticals a lot because they they can go in a lot of different directions. Sure. Would you be Would you be nervous? if you found out that you had a new next door neighbor that was a contract killer from the mob <laughs> or yes. someone that's yes. hiding. <laughs> yes. I, I actually got a few questionable clients, but uh, they're, they're, they're great. But yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely be a little terrified right now. I'm 
my my um neighbor is always mowing the lawn every other day so i got to keep up with him I, I, he's really crazy with it keeping keeping it really nice so so does he get like on you though like if like you're yeah. not up to his standard no i just you know i just wanted to not look like the worst you know yard so i gotta <laughs> go out there right after him usually and he's crazy with the snow too he like catches it before it hits the concrete almost but really no i mean he just goes out a couple of times a night but you know anyway yeah back uh so uh, where would this rank in your uh, a funny movie category you got like a oh, top shoot. three or something uh it's it's hard like you know it's like when someone asks you your favorite movie i mean there's so many um i you know i got my movie collection like right to the left of me here so i'm kind of eyeballing it just to get a sense of some um, I mean, the whole nine yards is certainly one I really enjoy. It's not just for the comedy. I think I like it too, because the the story kind of keeps you on your toes. Like I, you, you don't really always know where it's going. Like I, and I'm not one of those types that like tries to predict the ending while I'm watching it. I think that's actually annoying. It's like, no, I just want to enjoy the movie. Uh, yes. but no, the whole nine yards is really funny. I think other comedies that come to mind for like the best, uh, you know, like Animal House. That's that's a classic for me. Rob uh, Snyder? No, no, no. That's the that's the animal. I think no, no oh, Animal House. You know, with like John Belushi. You know, the Toga oh, that, Toga. That must have been an old movie. Oh, it's from like the seventies. Yeah, oh, it's geez, it's man. it's way old. <laughs> um, but then like other ones. Uh, you know, I really like Napoleon Dynamite. That one was pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, did you ever see the nice guys? That's an underrated comedy, but that's one. Oh, I think just a couple I did, years but back. I only seen it like I've only seen it once, but yeah, I think I have seen it. Uh, who was all in that? Uh, let me see. Uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Oh God. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> it's a buddy cop movie, but it's really, really good. Um, you know, speaking of Bruce Willis, another, uh, underrated movie that he's in and, and it's not quite a comedy, but there's a lot of comedy in it is, uh, the last boy scout. Did you ever see that? Oh, I love the last boy scout. That's a fun and I one. used to own that movie. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> so I, yeah, I've definitely seen that quite, quite a bit. Damon was awesome in it. Do you collect movies or do you just mostly stream them? I mostly stream them. I used to back when um, there was no streaming. That's where I come from. Mm -hmm. um, so, but now, yeah, now I just stream them. But yeah, you bring back some old ones. You're not that old to remember the last boy. The, the last that came out in '91. Like, yeah, I was born in '91. I was born. You were in born in '91, exactly. <laughs> but very underrated movie, and yeah, oh, yeah. definitely. <laughs> That that is up there actually with uh, the whole nine yards probably in my opinion. Good story too. Mm -hmm. That's also uh, I I don't want to say it's her first, but it it may be Halle Berry's first movie because she's in it if you remember, and she gets she gets killed like early on in the movie. She's like his uh, girl, the Damon Wayne's girlfriend that's like a stripper or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. She, I mean she she gets yeah. like mowed down at the at the beginning with machine guns, but. Um, yeah, I always remember that about that. So I'm kind of looking at other comedies I have over here. Uh, I love Dodgeball. You know, there's something about Mary. <laughs> that, that's Those are fun movies. Uh, I, lo I love Superbad. That one for me is probably a favorite because it really, that movie alone, like very much captured like my, 
high school generation and like kind of what high school was like when, you know, back around 2008, 2009, it was very, very accurate. Yeah. Um, Love Days and Confused too, but that's, that's another older one, but that's, that's a great one. It wasn't that like with like aliens or something. No, uh, no, Days and Confused. That was the cafeteria. Oh, is that like the faculty? Yeah, the I think fact that's what you're that's thinking, what thinking of. Thinking <laughs> yeah, no, I was off. All right, well, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Hey, you know, well, you, I guess you're are you you're more into comedies, but hell, no, I, oh hell, I, I like I like a ton of them. I really, I, I promise you, I got a pretty pretty wide taste for for movies. <laughs> are you gonna watch the new Hellraiser? I think I will, because uh, I remember I was talking with you about that. And I know you were excited and I'm not super familiar with the original. So it's not like I'm like really attached to the original. So I think watching the new one would be good because it'll just be refreshing for me. Yeah, it kind of helps to watch the uh, older ones, but there's there's a ton of them. Well, it's based off. off Isn't it based off a book? I thought it was based off a book. I could be. It might be. I don't know. I don't know much of a reader that's probably a terrible thing but (laughs) i i wish i could read more but it's just it's a time thing and i guess that just means i'm a slow reader um so i'm I'm looking at the cast of the whole nine yards on here uh i want so i just kind of want to run down each of them here the the main players of the movie and and get your thoughts on it um So I know you like Matthew Perry. You liked him as as Oz. Like, do you have any particular moments in the movie that stand out to you? Um. Well, when you got to see which one was that? I think no, Natalia. You didn't get to see her. You got to oh Amanda Peet. You got to see her like half naked. <laughs> that was pretty cool. He was hot. Yeah. No, no, I meant I meant with Matthew Perry. Just moments oh, with him. Well, no. I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> Well, I hit when him and Freddie Figs was on the the boat. Yeah, and, um, you know he had to kill one of them, and he shot Frankie. That was that was mm-hmm. great. <laughs> that was, definitely, that I definitely funny. didn't see that coming. Um, I I think what I what I liked about Matthew Perry, at least for me in the movie, is like a lot of his comedy to me. Like it, like some of it's like slapstick stuff. Um, like when he s- first sees Frankie Figs in the hotel room. And like he just immediately like turns around and like or no no he sees Jimmy in the hotel room because Frankie's oh. right, right, Frankie's behind him and you know Michael Clark Duncan's a huge dude yeah and he just yeah. he just turns around and bounces into him like he's like made of paper and just flies into the <laughs> lamp that part gets me every time <laughs> oh God you uh, that's what I'm saying you definitely got to check out the whole ten yard you will like it I know people hated it but you know they don't. It's still, it'll still bring you back to the whole nine yards. And it's a, you know, a little bit of an extension to the story, mm-hmm. but yeah, now, I mean, I'll go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, uh, uh, just talking about Bruce Willis. Um, I think Bruce Willis, I, I, you know, first off, I feel so bad, like what's happening with him now. Like, you, you know about that, yeah. right? It's yeah. freaking shame. It's it's a terrible shame. The aphasia and, and everything. I don't know. Obviously, I'm not a doctor, but it's I I definitely like miss. I'm gonna miss him. You know. I mean, I I love Bruce Willis, so it, it sucks. But I I think in this movie he really showcases like just that kind of classic Bruce Willis charm. 
because you know he's a psych you know potentially sociopath like hitman uh but he's really damn likable in the movie like you'd almost want to be friends with him oh for sure and and, you know i think they tried to I didn't like red. I think they were trying to kind of do the whole nine yards thing with red or, you know, I didn't, a lot of people liked it. It was a badass, you know, action movie, but I, I, mm-hmm. I preferred him in the whole nine yards. Of course, you know, when he did, um, Oh, that, what was the older movies that usually what people bring up when they, when they, um, talk about Bruce Willis, well, like I mean, like Die Hard for sure. Die Hard, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Was, I love those movies too, but they're all kind of the same. And I guess if you think about the whole Nine Yards, it's almost an extension of that, but just like a comedic version. But yeah, one of my favorites. I had Bruce Willis. I mean, I I would watch it because of Bruce Willis over Matthew mm-hmm. Perry. Yeah, even though I definitely. Don't know who you could <clears throat> cast in his spot, but. Um, He's probably one of my top five actors of all time. Who, Bruce, right? Yeah, Bruce, yeah. Yeah, he's he certainly has an interesting body of work. I, You know, I, I feel bad, and, and I'm not going to act like I'm, you know, innocent of it, but a lot of people, I think, like, in the last five, six years especially, have been, you know, pretty much shitting on his career because he's been making a lot of those, like, be, you know, straight-to-the-dollar-bin kind of quality yeah. movies. But then I think, you know, now that people know about, uh, you know, his his, his condition and, and kind of what was going on, I, I'm sure that had to play a part in it. I don't think he would have just done those movies, you know, you know, just just willy nilly. But it's no. I don't know. It's like pe- people are so quick to tear somebody down. It's like the guy can work hard for 30 years and, and make amazing stuff. But, you know, if, if they work, you know, make some shitty films for a couple of years, people just they're so quick to forget. Yeah, it is. It was the whole nine yards, probably one of the best Matthew Perry movies. What other movies is Matthew um, Perry? Well, the thing is, like, when he got done with Friends, and I don't know exactly when Friends ended, because I think he, because the whole nine yards came out in the year 2000, I'm pretty sure. And Friends, I think, was close to being done at that point, but he was starting to get movies. Uh, he did that movie, what is it, like Fools Rush In with like Selma Hayek. I know he had that. Um, here, I'm gonna, here, I'll pull him up on IMDb. Let me just figure this out. Matthew Perry. I definitely like him though. I mean, I, I've liked him a lot and I, it's, it's kind of sad, you know, he's had a, he's had a pretty bad, bad history with alcoholism and stuff like that. I'm, I'm sure you've heard about some I of that. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. No, like during friends, he got like really bad into alcohol and, um, here, I'm looking at his movies right now. Me too. Yeah, it's looking like the whole nine yards is probably, probably it for him. Yeah, he had the whole nine yards, the the whole ten yards, right? Um, Yeah. Let me see. I'm thinking so. Yeah, because he had fools. Oh yeah, almost heroes. That's the last movie that Chris Farley did before he died. Oh, I loved Chris Farley. Yeah, and Tommy Boy. I was gonna say, as far as comedy, as far as comedies go, uh, Tommy Boy is a high ranking one for me. Yeah, that, that um, was. Yeah, Beverly I think Ninja was one of my favorites of his. Oh my god! His... <laughs> <laughs> the you know uh, just just quick moment on on Beverly Hills Ninja, and then and then we'll go back to the movie. But during the opening credits of that movie, when when he sees his his brother, what is it, Gobei, the you know like ultimate ninja, basically take that pot 
with like the boiling water and like you know lifts it up. It's just like, <clears throat> and then when he <laughs> and then when he goes to do it, you know, he's just like. <laughs> oh yeah he had a lot of he kind of spawned, spawned a whole bunch of like adam sandler and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them guys I, he's probably most memorable from his saturday night live skits which again was probably a little before your time but back i mean day, it was TV but like and, yeah no like like it was for sure, but I, I grew up watching Chris Farley. Like my mom is a huge fan. So like we have all like the, the best of SNL DVDs with him oh, and watched all his movies and whatnot. So I'm yeah, I'm very familiar with him. <laughs> all right. Um, but you know, I'm looking at uh the you know, the next character to talk about here is I, I love Michael Clark Duncan, uh as Frankie Figs, the you know, the big the big linebacker oh, yeah. looking guy. Oh, for um, sure. Mo- most people know him from, you know, the Green Mile, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, course. Which he was terrific in. But I, I really liked I really liked him in the movie. I, I think you could just tell that him and Bruce Willis are friends. Uh, or at least they were friends anyway. Um, but I thought that he matched the energy pretty well of all the actors on set. And he, he kind of did like the, you know, imposing, you know, because he's such a physically big guy. I think he leaned into that for his comedy. Um, yes, but that, and, and that's something I guess, like if I'm looking at the whole cast, a lot of them have to, they have to play it straight. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to the comedy, it's like, they have to act like it's not funny and just play a hundred percent straight. And I, I can only imagine that's so tough because some of that stuff, it's like, could you really do that in a take without laughing? <laughs> it would be hard. <laughs> well, that's why they're. You know, top tier actors, definitely Michael Clark is and Bruce Willis. Yep. I always love them too in Armageddon together as well. Doesn't Natasha um look like Cameron Diaz? Yeah, I could see it. Now like back in back in the day. Yeah, back sure. in the day. Oh, the mask. You remember back in the day? That's what it brought Yeah, that that was yeah, that was Cameron Diaz's first movie. Yes, that was. A... I know Natasha Henstridge. You know, when I think of her, actually, did you ever see those species movies? Oh my God, that's why I recognize <laughs> yeah. her. Yes, I, yes, I love the species movies, all of them. They didn't now, do like very well, but <laughs> they didn't do that great. But I, I like, I'll, I'll be perfectly frank with you. The first one, I mean, of course, like any, like anything that's a series, the first one's usually the best. And the story and the plot, it is intriguing for it. But Isaac, if I'm being real, I watched that movie when I was a young adolescent boy. And I'm sure I don't have to tell you, there's a lot of nudity in that movie. So I I, I wish I could tell you I only like that movie for the the plot. Yeah, I don't even remember the plot. I mean, I know like she had to lure guys. I don't know know what was going on, but I would have done it. Whatever, you know, it was great. (laughs) Even though even though like like you might get killed because she's a murderous alien. You're just like, well, you know, taking chances. I think they were trying to compete with that alien movie with Sigourney Weaver or whatnot. Yeah, I don't doubt was, it. That was hard to do. Alien was was a great movie too. I think they just had a bigger budget or something. But now, what did you think of Back to the Nine Yards? What did you think of Kevin Pollock? You know, who plays Yanni Gogolak, the the main mob boss that's trying to kill Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was great too. I mean, I I I liked him. I. <laughs> I think his his energy to me that he brought to it was like he did he sort of treaded that perfect line between 
you like he's being funny, but you're like, should I laugh or should I not laugh? Because yeah, he's playing like, it so he, serious too. Like a mobster on Goodfellas. Like I think he he he'd do great with that. You know, you mm-hmm. don't know if he's gonna kill you, but he's psycho. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I I love how everybody uh, now you know Oz is just Oz. That's that's not really like a fun name, yeah. but you know all the, there's a lot of fun like mob names in the movie. You now you have uh, Jimmy Tudeschi, Jimmy T. Uh, you have Frankie Figs, you, you know, Yanni Gogolak. They have all these cool names. Uh, and even in like those Goodfellas movies, you know, they have or they have all the mobsters with the nicknames and stuff. If you if you were in the mob, Isaac, what would be your mob name? Well, I would. Yeah. God, that's a tough one. Well, I, uh-huh. I guess I'd go with my uh, my gamer tag, which is, you know, it's Kill Aziki. So that's probably what I'd run with. Now, what is the is a just Aziki just like a, a iteration of your name? Like, yeah, is that's it, all it is. That's all it is. So, what would <laughs> yeah. what, you say was like kill Aziki? Kill Aziki. Yeah, that's my gamer tag. If anybody so that'd be wants your mob to, name. I guess that'd be my mob name. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't look good in the mob. I don't. I, I I don't know like any cool mob names for me. What would you go with? Uh, I. I don't know. I, I I'll 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 answer it by answering it with another story. Not really, but kind of. Uh, I don't know about my mob name off the top, but I can tell you that for whatever reason, if I ever go to jail, I have my prison nickname already made up. Oh, what's that? So it's gonna it's called. Uh, I'll be called Tater Tot in jail. <laughs> Oh God! So yeah, the, the reason the reason why is in my head because first off, I was like, I I would I'd be the bell of the ball in prison. It would not be good. I would not last. It would be bad. But my my fantasy is if I go to jail is that I would be like in line like getting food and it's like the first day of jail and you know they say like you know you got to kick somebody's ass the first day or you're gonna become somebody's bitch right it, Probably, it's it's one yeah. or the other so in my head. Some guy steps on me in line. I take my dinner tray and like bash him over the head with it like a psycho and like scream at him for trying to take my tater tots. And then everybody's afraid of me and starts calling me tater tot. Hey, that, that'll work. <laughs> Hopefully that if, if that ever happens, that's that happens. No, then, yeah. <laughs> no. Now, as far I got to answer your question, though, like with a mob name, I don't know. Um I'm trying to think like I used to like my nickname in high school used to be Swiffer, but that's just because I cleaned. I like to clean <laughs> stuff really well and be very tidy, but that's see, not really like a Zeke. So, you know, I just added a Y and yeah, see that's was... better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I mean, I don't know, though. Tater, you know, Tater Tot's not bad, though. I mean, that's just if nobody, I go to either jail, way. Nobody but... would be, I guess, afraid of either. Nobody would believe either of us if we were mobsters. So. No, and you know, that's funny because like, uh, I know for myself, like people that know me well, and you could probably tell this through conversation, I am not an intimidating guy. (laughs) Like, I mean, I think I'm nice. I I think I, you know, I could, if I was mad, somebody might, you know, be a little, uh, you know, afraid, but I don't think I'm the type that's, uh, you know, just for my presence, I'm going to instill fear on somebody. No, no, no. I am, my wife must have the cats upstairs, but I have like four cats and I, I am very not tim- intimidating. That's, that's for sure. I like to think I am though when I'm in the gym, I guess, but. Okay. So you, now like you go to the gym then? Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, why would you be intimidating at the gym? Like, it's like just because you're well, lifting like massive head, you know, weights. Listen. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, looking in the mirror, you know, listening to Fifty yeah. Cent, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, mob movies. I mean, I I don't know if uh, the whole Nine Yards really classifies as a mob movie. I've never thought of that. Um, because I think technically it is. God, does that come in like one of my top mob? I mean, of course, Goodfellas is number oh, one, yeah. you know, for me. But I, I, the Godfather, it was, it was, it was good. I don't want, don't yeah. want to make him. <laughs> you know, it was all right, you know. But um, I, I like the Goodfellas, and I, and I liked the whole Nine Yards. I never even thought of that. That could really be a mob movie. Wow. Well, if it's like the, you know, Isaac, the same people that say like Die Hard's a Christmas movie. Just because it takes place <laughs> during Christmas, right? True. Yes, that's. Yeah. So it's like by that standpoint, yeah, you know, the the whole nine yards is literally all centered around the mafia. So I'd say it's a mob movie. I I guess, and I'm gonna a mob I'm gonna comedy. Put it up there in one of my favorites in the mob <laughs> category. Yeah. A, do, you, do you? So you said that you like Goodfellas. You know, you have respect for The Godfather and stuff like that. Do you? Yeah. Would you say that you like a lot of like organized crime movies, just like the mafia as a subject? Um. Yeah, I actually follow Michael Freeze. Uh, Michael Fran uh, Francie. Yeah. Uh, Francie. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. I, I follow him too. <laughs> I follow him. I love it. You know. And. I, I like I like what he's saying. You know, he seems like a great guy. I like I that kind listen of to him stuff. Talk I love hours. that. What? I was just saying I could listen to. Him. I think it's for Michael Franch Michael Franchise or Francis. Yeah, um, I could listen to that guy talk for hours. I I'm subscribed to him on YouTube. Uh, yeah. I I don't sign up for like he has like it's kind of cute. He has a uh, what is it like his 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 club like his own like mob <laughs> yeah, like yeah I don't, don't want to <laughs> be part of that at all but. No, but he's a fascinating guy, and he really turned his life around. He did. He's one of, like, only the very few, you know, I think he was even friends with that Ray, the guy who just passed, who was in Ray Liotta? Liotta, yeah, that's it. I know he knew him. Yeah, or knew him, and, and yeah, I think, was his character based off Michael? Uh uh, no, I don't think, he was, I don't think it was based off him, but there is a Michael Francis that's in Goodfellas. Yes, he's in yes, that like famous monologue scene where they're just like, okay, like this is this guy and this guy, and then they're like, then this is Michael Francis. Yes, and, like, he's yeah. just there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and do, do you watch the uh, with, you know, because he was beefing with another mobster that like snitched on everybody and was calling him a snitch, and then they got you know they actually talked it out and it. It was it was crazy. Uh, you'd have to check it out. There's only a couple of them left from like those families, and mm -hmm. yeah, I kinda, yeah, it's fascinating. You know, I I've I've certainly gone down the rabbit hole uh, with Michael Francis. Uh, I I watch a lot of documentaries too, so, you know, and and I've certainly watched some on particularly like the New York Mafia because that's where like a lot of that stuff sort of was most prominent, especially in like the '70s and '80s and whatnot. Because uh, you have like the Gottis, the the Gambinos. Uh, I'm thinking of some of the other famous families that they had. Uh, uh, but now I, I organized crime is really fascinating to me, and I think it's just because the the lifestyle is so it's extravagant, but it's also terrifying because like murder is just like a part of a day. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not at all unusual. Yeah. Just like go kill somebody just because you have to. Um, but I'm always fascinated by it, particularly like I don't even 
I, I guess I don't understand like how people even get involved with that. Now, I don't think there's like a mob here where we're at, so we don't have to worry about that. But it's just like, how the hell do people figure like fit into this life? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of murder, um, did you watch the Jeffrey Dahmer documentary? No. I well, they have the new series. I know there's a new series and documentary on it. It's getting a lot of buzz on Netflix. What is going on? Like, it, literally, the serial killer movies like gonna boost Netflix? Like, yeah. What is? And I know it's predominantly women just love right. serial killers. I, I, I guess I, I, I can't. I can't even watch it. I'm into horror, you know. Is you, is your I, wife is your wife one of those people though that like she she loves all like the murder stuff? And... No, she she hates anything with blood. But I mean, you know. But you're not wrong. I, I think a lot of blood. a lot of women like it. It's true. What is up with that? Like, why? <laughs> like, really? really? <laughs> we're, I, I, I joke and I just say they're just thinking of ways to kill us. You know, they they just want to <laughs> figure it out. It, yeah, I, that's just, it's insane to me that, you know, how big those kind of movies, you know, that kind of stuff is. Is, But that's just me. Maybe, maybe I got to give it a try. I've never really I think watched. more. I think more of like, like what it falls under, though, is that it's just people get fascinated with the psyche of a person that does that to somebody. Like the mindset that somebody has to be in to do those despicable, awful things. Kind of like how we watch the, you know, the mobster stuff. Yeah, I mean, because to me, like, I watch it and I, I, I'm entertained for sure. I'm entertained. Yeah. I'm fascinated. I'm like, wow, these guys are, you know. And it's always the weird thing with the mafia movies too, because you almost kind of root for the guys in a way. You don't actually really hate them, but they're doing terrible things. Like they're beating up <laughs> people, extorting businesses, setting stuff on fire. Like they're not good guys. Yeah, true. But I don't know. I think that's what it is. It's just because a lot of people, I think they lead, you know, what is the old expression? It's like people, a lot of people lead quiet lives of desperation, meaning that they're always fantasizing about things they, they wish they could do or they don't do. And so when they see that, somebody that, that lives such an extreme up, life, yeah, not the serial killers, though, not that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's messed up that I think, like, it, it's, like, one of the number one streaming things on Netflix. Like, it's, like, yeah. number one. It's bizarre that's what <laughs> that's I what think, we're coming down to, uh, to i i'm society. trying to think because i you know i watched did you watch mindhunter like that netflix show because that was all about uh, like didn't. fbi profiling yeah but i watched uh the one where there was like seven of them and they worked criminal minds that yep. was uh that was really good i loved criminal minds if you ever watched it it's coming back i saw i think I, well, I'm not he, like a. I'm not big on the show, but I know like Rossi, like he's a character in it. I think he's coming yeah. back for it. Yeah, but I mean they they've done they've done it a lot and too much, kind of like the Blacklist, which I loved the first you know five seasons of Blacklist, but then they mm -hmm. went off into some craziness. But I, I don't. I know you're not really into series. You're more into movies. Sure. So actually, one of my favorite movies ever. I guarantee you've never heard of it. Is it's mm. called K-Pax. Are heard you of it? kidding me? You haven't heard it. No way. Oh yes, I yes I have. And guess what? That, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna prove it to you. Yeah, right prove now. it you, because you, I yeah, am you the wait. only one that that's my favorite movie of all time. Like what? You think I'm kidding? Look. Oh my god. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. You can see it. I got it right here. I, I can see it. K-Pax <laughs> is one of the best movies ever. 
uh, it kind of went down the powder road, but I think it's just much better. What does that mean? The I powder can't believe road? you actually. I don't, I don't, I don't know that awesome. expression. What you said, the, you said it went down the pow the powder road. Yeah, you know, like the pow powder was a movie that was just like K Pax. Similar, it was about a guy who got electrocuted or came from uh, electricity and just appeared, and he was like all albino, and oh. uh, he was from another planet. It turns out K Pax was just a little more. Um, oh, in depth. no, no, um, K Pax is amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an it. amazing movie. And again, you also just got some points for that because nobody talks about that movie. In no, fact, I might, have, I might have to have you back because I could do an entire podcast. On I that could do. Movie. A, yeah. And, and <laughs> I've seen it so much that, you know, yeah, I, I, I could. I, yeah, we could probably definitely talk about that. <laughs> wow. That is that's crazy. Yeah. That's why, like, I mean, I, Kevin Spacey, I get it. I, I mean, I don't yeah, know exactly it, what he did. I can so separate the art from the artist, though. I, exactly. At least for me, I, I I can do it. I don't condone what he has, you know, been accused of in his own private life. I don't. Um, but am I going to pretend like he's not excellent in the movie and it's not a well-told story? No, I'm not. It's it's a good movie. Um, I also, you know, I don't know if you ever like do this for movies, but I'm a I'm a big uh, composer guy, so like I love a lot of the music from films. And K-Pax, the reason why it stands out to me for that is because Edward Shearmer, the the composer for the movie, I love the soundtrack for that movie. The music is really good in K-Pax if you ever go back and listen to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, wow, that is so crazy. I think you're the only person I've ever heard that's actually heard <laughs> of K-Pax, to be honest with you. Well, guess what? Now the ScreenSpeak audience has heard of K-Pax, and they're going to run out and check it out and see what the hell are these guys talking about. Yeah, check out. You want a good drama, you know, about aliens? It's not really about aliens. It's well, about okay. how terrible okay. humans are. Hang on, though. All right, now, I'm, we're going to go back to the whole nine yards, but I can't help but ask the question that any K-Pax fan will ask. Do you think that pro Kevin Spacey is he actually an alien or do you really just think that like, you know, he was going through like a psychological, you know, breakdown basically from the, the incident that happens in the movie? Well, yeah, you know, at the end he, he disappears. Um, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I think he, it was phenomenal. I, and I Bess is gone. The, the mental patient's gone. That girl, they can't find her at the end. Yeah, and so did, uh, yeah, he took somebody with it. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah, that. Wow, I'm gonna have to rewatch that movie. That's how he was also in 2012, which was okay if you got two and a half hours to kind of watch. But uh, yeah, Kate, definitely one of my favorite movies. I could watch that on repeat. But yeah, the whole nine, the whole nine yards. Where were we on that? <laughs> no, I know we, a lot we, of people have heard more about the whole nine yards than K Packs. Hey, I'm happy to give uh, K-Pax some love. I am because it's awesome. it's a damn good movie. Um, <clears throat> okay, real quick though, I gotta weigh in on the K-Pax thing, and then I'll shut up and go back to the whole nine yards. Where I think it stood is that I do think that an alien took possession of his body. I do think that, and I do think at the end the alien just basically left doing the speed of light travel thing. And then what was left was the comatose, basically vegetable body of this person that suffered a horrific trauma. I think that's what happened. 
but oh, I could have swore at the end though. I thought they all they both disappeared. It, well, so the girl Kevin disappears Spacey... for sure, but his body's still there. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's uh, like he's like a vegetable after that. He's just like comatose. He can't talk. He can't speak. He can't do anything. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I believe he was definitely an alien. <laughs> no, the airport no. scene that was amazing. <laughs> well, you remember okay. Rain Man? God, it was sim- kind of similar to I've a seen Rain, Rain Man. Man. Yeah, Rain Man didn't have nothing to do with aliens, but that that you know it kind of touched you like that a little bit. But yeah, I, anytime I anytime I think of Rain Man, though, I just think of hot water burn baby, hot water burn baby. <laughs> I get my I get my underwear at Kmart, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you had to watch Wheel of Fortune or something at six o'clock. Oh, right. I, it, it was something. Now, um, okay, so we were talking about organized crime, and yeah, and yeah, that that's right, thing. organized crime movies, which we could go on about that as well. But no, but the the thing I was going to jump to next is. Uh, Interestingly enough, because uh, Bruce Willis, he's a he's a contract killer. You know, he's a he's a murder for hire, uh, and it just always makes me think. Not that I'm asking you, hey Isaac, what's your price to murder somebody? Because that that's going to go down a dark road. We're not we're not yeah. going to do that, <laughs> right? <laughs> but but it does it does make me interested in in the people that honestly probably do it for a living today. I mean, I'm sure there's real hitmen out there. That oh, you yeah, know, they, they they don't do it for you know personal gain or gratification. They're just like, yeah, I get I get a lot of money to to shoot somebody or poison them or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's actually kind of scary knowing that there's actually probably a lot of them out there that haven't been caught. Yeah, and I, I you know, <clears throat> COVID has um, COVID I think changed people a lot. I mean, I've been a barber for fi- like fifteen years or so, so. Like I, I've seen the attitude of people for quite some time, but after after COVID, you know, I've had a couple of suicides. Uh, one was a couple of years ago, and one just happened like a few weeks ago. A lot of divorces, and I, I traveled. I like to travel too, and, and we mm-hmm. went down to Florida not too long ago, down just to Destin, and it was people were a lot more angrier now, you know, so. Mm-hmm. it's just a lot crazier <clears throat> yeah it's uh it's a funny time that we live in right now maybe not funny but just divisive extremely divisive that's for sure yeah very political and you know you just got to be careful of what you say and back in god even back in your time we used to mm-hmm. be pretty uh heartless you know we grew up with south park you know <laughs> We yeah. said some can't even find South Park anymore, which might have been too far. You, you, they did go pretty far. And that's when you get to crossing the lines and, you know, you could be perceived as a bully if, you know, act like that. So yeah, I guess it does open your eyes a little bit. And people are at least now cleaner and try to stay away from me. I guess that's a good, good thing. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like my thing, like with comedy and like crossing the line, I, I think comedy's you know, the job of a comedian or somebody that's in entertainment like that, I think their job is to cross the line. I think like they're meant to always kind of push the envelope and push the edge. And if you don't like it, then, Hey, you know, you don't like it. You know, we're, we're allowed to have a, a, you know, freedom of opinion and and freedom of speech and everything like that. I don't care. I might not agree with it, but I'm not going to take away someone's right to do it. So you're saying Will Smith was probably wrong 
<laughs> yeah, the Will Smith thing. Yeah, where? Okay, we, we can talk about that for a second. Where did you stand with that? Like him doing um, that? I, 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 God, this might not. I don't like. I don't like his wife Jada. Whatever. I don't like. Yeah, her. Jada Pinkett and, Smith. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really don't like her, and I. And I, I never really liked Will Smith. I mean, I, uh-huh. I mean, he's he's. I mean, he played great in Ali. Uh, yeah. I'll give him that. I mean, he he honestly he's a watered down Denzel Washington. And <laughs> let me just watch Denzel. I, I don't know. That's probably Den- it's hard to touch Denzel though. I mean, I love Denzel. Yeah, it's, you know. uh, like that's like you know he's a goat. I mean, he's yeah, he's really good. Will, Will's good too. I mean, we you know he's just like I don't know. I, I'd rather watch The Rock <laughs> in a movie. I don't know. Like I know a lot of people love him, but yeah. I mean, I, I I have certainly liked a lot of Will Smith movies. I can't say like there is one where I'm like, my God, he changed my life from his movie. Yeah. Let's... Um. I, I can tell you, though, I mean, I will say this. If I'm going to look at a Will Smith movie and be like, I think that's his best just performance, like as an like as like an artist in the movie, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, I think he's tremendous in. Like, that's a movie where I'm like, yeah, like you're showing your acting chops for sure in that movie. Uh, but otherwise, like, you know, he's a pretty like, you know, just like entertaining actor like you don't necessarily expect the world of him but you know he'll entertain he'll you show with... up like you know bad yeah. boys you can you can watch that men in black I, you can watch i do like men in black yeah i like those i didn't see the new one though like that weird they did like a reboot with uh with chris hemsworth and i never i never watched that uh, um i i guess i guess god i'd have to say ali was probably i love I, I did like i robot because i was in Men in Black was okay, but who knows if he was the one who actually made that movie. The other guy might have. I forgot. Who was who was he playing next to again? Oh, Tommy Lee that, Jones? Tom, oh, yeah. Tommy Lee. That's uh, He's another, like, uh, American icon. He's just, he's great. Yeah, and I'm, you know, Will Smith <laughs> is definitely an American icon. I mean, I'm not going to take anything right. away. I just prefer other roles. Like, Pursuit of Happiness, a lot of people go to that movie yeah, you know, if you're into drama, drama, you know, yeah, you know the sadness, you want to cry. You know, <laughs> I guess I yeah, still would rather watch John Q, but oh uh, yeah, that's a hard it, one. It, it, it's as if you're going for touching movies, but yeah. Well, when, okay, let me ask you though, like when you, you know, you're talking about like you know you're gonna have a good cry if you watch like a real drama and stuff like that. I find a lot of people when they're when they think about the movies they want to watch, it's very dependent on your mood. Like, are you in a good mood, a bad mood? Do you want to, you know, really feel? Do you just kind of want to watch mindless entertainment? Do you feel? See, I don't like mindless entertainment. I like to think. Like, so I you like, like a movie to like kind of get under your skin a little bit? Yeah, and let me think about what's going <laughs> on or what's going to happen next. So, if you have any suggestions on any uh, anything like that, you are. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> I can <laughs> right, definitely give you the best one for thinking. Like, I, I want to. I mm. want to. You know, that's why I'm into sci-fi. And you okay, know, I got. I got. I got one for you. I got one for you. Um, have you seen Predestination? No. Okay, so it's an independent sci-fi movie. It's from like I'd say like the last like four or five years. I want to say maybe older, but it's got Ethan Hawke. 
I'm sure you know who he is, right? Yeah, it came out in uh, 2014. Okay, yep. If you yeah. watch that movie, that is a movie where you're going to watch it, and especially the first time, because it's one of those ones where the first time you watch it's the best because you don't know the twists and everything like that. Uh, but if you watch that movie, it's going to screw with you, and you're going to be like, what? <laughs> all right, all right. Real quick, give me like, a, give me an idea of like, kind of what what is it like what's it about what do we okay so i don't want to I, I can't say too much because it'll it'll sort of give away the main things but okay. i will just say it has time travel in it and it's about wow. a hitman having to go back and change sort of the course of history to make something terrible not happen uh but in the process it gets really screwy in the head and the hitman almost has to like, I don't want to say like take himself out, but he has to, he has to make some pretty hard decisions with, I, I can't, I can't say too much. <laughs> well, I wasn't that kind of like a move, the loop or something. Looper. Looper wasn't. Looper uh, has time travel in it, but this one, yeah. Predestinations. This, uh, it's a little bit different. different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and there's you remember what was that name of that movie that you know that guy took a pill and then he could think really good? And oh, he, Limitless, Limitless. Oh, why is that kind? That's underrated. I, I love. That's that a great movie. movie. They made a TV series out of it for a minute, yeah. but I don't think I don't think it took. That's probably why. <laughs> I'll I'm have to check to think... out uh, Predestination. Yeah, yeah Predestination. Um, I I got another one. If you like science fiction in particular, that makes you think. Uh, have you ever seen Moon? Ah, uh, but it isn't that. Um, uh, I thought that was a Chinese movie. No, 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 no. Uh, Moon has Sam Rockwell in it. I think it came out like 2011. Kevin Spacey's actually in it as a voice of a robot. Oh, you just sold me, probably. Yeah, that's a. It's a very small movie, but that also has like some deep thoughts in it and and certainly it's not like the easiest movie like you'll you'll be thinking about it when you watch it it's it's really really interesting oh my god where is this movie been yes i will probably watch this yep and i watch it that's another good one um <clears throat> another movie which i i mean there is an original one from like the 60s but i, I doubt you'd watch that um have you ever heard of solaris with george no Clooney? i haven't that's another one. Sixties, you're saying? Well, no, no. So, so the originals from the sixties, but then I don't know. It was like in like the early two thousands. George Clooney did a remake of it. I think I have. I, I think I fell asleep in it. It's oh, it's man. a. I'm not okay. I'm not gonna lie. It is a very like dry, slow burn movie. Like it's not mm. fast paced. It's purposely dragged out. But it that movie sat under my skin. Like it was it really kind of actually creeped me out. It's a very, very disturbing movie. Really weird. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, give um, me a couple movies to look into. Yeah, I was gonna say look into those, but I mean Moon Moon for sure. Predestination. I know you'd like pro you'd probably like both those. Um do you have one for me? That would like sit under my skin if I haven't already seen it. Um, God, right off the, right off the top, uh, something that'll sit under your skin. All right, man. Uh, yeah. uh, Strange Land. Now that's more creepy, weird, okay. kind of crazy. Not my personality, but if you want something that 
you feel a little dirty watching <laughs> that that's it <laughs> i you know when i think of a movie that like and Dean exact... snyder's in it actually oh okay no and i i haven't seen it i haven't seen it when i think of a movie like the way that you just described it where like you feel a little dirty watching it yeah uh, i i feel that way for the american remake of the girl with the dragon tattoo the one with oh, daniel craig s- i haven't seen it but i thought about it it's I mean, the sweetest version, I think, is it's a it's a little bit better. But again, you got to watch the subtitles and stuff. But the the David Fincher one, the girl with the dragon tattoo, that one. ugh, there is some nasty scenes like in that movie. The, the, actually, the first time this year I had to watch the first the first time this year I watched a movie that was um, subtitles. It was a, a Chinese movie and it was like mm. there. I forgot it was on Netflix, but it's it's like a zombie movie, and it, it they had a really cool spin on it. I forgot the name of it. I'd have to look into it and look it mm. up. I, I guess we can talk about that a little later. But <laughs> yeah, no, it's all it's all good. Um, I want to okay. There's two more things I want to touch on for the the longest yard, and, and then we'll we'll keep going. But one thing, like you know, the character of Oz, he has. Uh, <laughs> I'd say like he's always on the verge of a nervous breakdown, like in the movie, right? Like he's like very stressed <laughs> about thinking yes. that he's gonna get killed. He's trying to maintain all the stuff with his wife and all that craziness. But I, I'm curious for yourself, have you ever like just in your own life like gotten to a point where you're like, Oh my god, I'm gonna lose it? Like I'm I'm going to lose it. Um not really. I try not to let things like stress me out. Maybe, maybe back when I was in, in high school, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I really try not to let things, you know, stress me out or get to me like that. And, it, and to me, things aren't a big deal, you know, unless somebody's dying or something like that, you know, Right. <clears throat> but yeah, no, I don't let things affect me, but Oh, one other thing that um, if you ever want to feel uh, dirty is that American <laughs> Horror Story um, that series. Holy crap! You'll need to smoke a pack of cigarettes after watching an episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus! Of that. But yeah, no. Um, <clears throat> yeah, back anyway. Um, no, uh, nothing that's really made me lose it. I, I don't even. I so you're not like was- a you don't consider yourself like a neurotic guy. I mean, like you're you're pretty like even tempered. You don't get like spooked that easy and stuff like that. No, not not really. I've seen a lot of things. I kind of knew somebody who was like like uh like the character that Bruce Willis played. <laughs> yeah, he was really crazy but really funny. But um, mm. yeah. No, nothing that what about yourself? You you ever lose it and freak out? Um you know, I, I so I can tell you I, I don't mind saying this. I, I, I do take medication for like anxiety, you know, but it's not like it's not like anything like severe, you know what I mean? But uh, I had a I ha- I have still, because my mother's of course still alive, but she's a very anxious person. She's very, very like anxious, kind of stressed a lot. And a lot of that kind of rubbed off on me. So when I was younger, I'd say I was more like prone to, you know, like high anxiety, uh, you know, not really taking chances, but just kind of being a, a worry warrior, you know, you're just always worried about something. Uh, yeah. but I, I think, I think I've, as I've gotten older, I've been able to kind of shake some of that stuff off. And, and a lot of that just kind of comes to, sort of you discovering who you are and getting comfortable with that. 
Exactly. I I, yes, I would agree with that. There was this time that I was on my way back from Colorado through Nebraska where I kind of freaked out a little bit on a vehicle, but Ooh. it was just, uh, I think it was morally because I was in Nebraska. That uh, Nebraska is pretty terrible. And that, no what, offense what? to Nebraska. I mean, why is it terrible? Yeah. It's just a long road of, you know, boringness. Like, no good food there, no nothing. We didn't even want to stay there. But that was about the only time. It's not like I got out and tried to fight anybody or anything. They're just like, (laughs) I can't take Nebraska. And normally, you know, if I get cut off or something, I don't really care. (laughs) Yeah. I. You know, I, uh, a good example, I, I like to kind of say for people that get too worked up about like little situations in life, uh, th- this is a good story. So my, my dad, he's, he's been one of those people in life that like, if he sees someone like park in the handicap spot that shouldn't, you know, he'll flip out and just be like, what the hell are they doing? Like, oh my God, you know, he, he gets all pissed off and just angry. Or like if someone, you know, parks in a fire lane and they're not supposed to, and again, you know, he just gets mad. And he used to get so worked up. And and finally, one of these days when he was having one of these blow ups, you know, he's not even talking to this, you know, the person that did it, but he's just complaining like nonstop going crazy. I just kind of stopped him in his tracks one day and I said, look, dad, all right, let's say, God forbid, this person comes out to your car and you get to speak your piece and be like, hey, you're a worthless piece of shit that parked in the handicap spot. You're terrible. F you, <laughs> you know, like you say that. It's like, what do you think that person's going to do? Do you think they're just going to be like, oh, hey, you know, I never really thought about that. I am horrible and I do suck. Thank you, kind (laughs) sir, for telling me that. I will move my car now. Yeah, not a good idea nowadays with everybody like carrying a gun, you know, it's no, but it's like, (laughs) but the, but the point with all that is it's like wasting that kind of energy you know, like on, on that yeah. type of a thing, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't do yourself any good for one and the other person it's not going to do anything for. So it's like, why bother? Like, just, just let it go. Like I believe yep. in karma and like, you know, you do that kind of I stuff, too, you'll, yes. you'll get in trouble. Yeah. But that's why I don't believe in that, you know, stealing or anything like that. Cause that all no. comes back to you and you need to work for your own stuff. You know, that's kind of how I always felt. But um, yeah. What else would you like to add to the whole nine yards? You have any? I got one more. I got. Uh, I got one. I got one more thing because going back to to Matthew Perry's character with Oz, um, part of you know part of why I actually think he gets involved like kind of more deeply with the Jimmy thing, aside from getting his like psycho wife off of his back, which. Got to give kudos quick. Rosanna Arquette. I think that's her name. The guy that, yep. the, sorry, the girl that plays uh, his crazy wife. My God, she plays a despicable person. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't stand her. Like she's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but, but that said, I, I think part of the reason he kind of gets deeper with the Jimmy thing is because in his own day to day life, I think he just got really bored. You know, I think he was like, he, I, I, at least that's a takeaway I have is that he just kind of seemed to be like going insane with the mundane, you know, of just kind of doing the same thing every day and it never gets any better. And Um, and he had to spice it up a little bit. So I, I kind of asked the question to you, like in your own life, I mean, have you ever felt like you've had to like make like a change up, you know, just to kind of be like, my God, like I got to do something different. Like this, this is no good. 
Uh, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was raised in a, you know, small town. I lived in Waterloo for, for quite some time, worked in Waterloo. Waterloo was a little bit of a different place, you know, and I, it, I decided I needed to kind of switch it up and, you know, things led for me to actually move um, back. At, I, I worked in uh, Waterloo for probably about two years and then I moved back with my, my parent, my mom. <clears throat> and then I just looked for a job in Cedar Rapids and that's pretty much what brought me up here. Just, you know, to get away from you know, crazy craziness, you know, mm-hmm. drinking and all that stuff. So, yeah, yeah, I had to definitely make a change. And now I live more of a, you know, pretty, pretty boring life. Like a Matthew, you know, we'll <laughs> go to work, come home, you know, pet the cats. <laughs> I have cats now, you know, so. He said, yes. What do you have? Like four of them? He said. Yeah, but I have four of them. Um, they're they're running around here. I know it sounds like a lot, but there's a decent enough space for them all. One was just in here. I think my wife has them locked mm-hmm. up. But yeah, I got four. You have any animals? I got one. I got a cat. She's floating around here somewhere. Uh, of course, it's a movie reference. Her name is Clarice from like Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey Ashley! Actually, my wife's right here. Ashley, you want to come? Yeah, come. Yeah, come meet Jordan. You can come in. Hey, hi. You see? Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Thanks Did, for letting me borrow. Your... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I have a kettle. I was here. just gonna say thanks for letting me borrow your husband for a little bit. Oh, I took a nap, so I was okay. <laughs> <laughs> now we, yeah, we've we're been just out. talking about the whole nine yards. Yeah, a lot of movies. Do you want a cat? You can bring down, you can show them a cat, I guess. Just grab yeah, why one. not? I, but my, uh, my cat's a little I, timid one. She hides a lot. The only one cat? You got a puppy too, or no? Nah, I live in a condo, and and we, you know, our HOA, they're like, oh no, no dogs. But I, you know, I don't think it's long term because I, I want to, I definitely want to have a dog. Dude, no lie, that's so. I have one of my clients paid me in catnip. You know how what? ridiculous that looked? <laughs> like they handed me a big bag of catnip. Of and course, I was like, "Hey, yeah, that's a lot of catnip." You know, deal. You know, <laughs> he grows his own catnip. So, are you and trying so, to say though, the next time I do a haircut, I can just bring you? I can bring you catnip. You cannot. No, I am not taking <laughs> any more haircuts and catnip. I only did it once, and I'm not going to admit it. And this is recording, so that's great. No, people, don't bring me catnip. It was. Yeah, do not do it. He doesn't do want it. it. No. It's not bartering. <laughs> It, it is a money business. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't pay the government with catnip. No. Oh, no. this is this is midnight. Okay. Of course, you know. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, he's it, all black, so we went with midnight. How? How? I mean, I mean it's appropriate. Yeah, that's it's, right. It's very appropriate. It's good. Now, hang Man, on. I, I got a fat I cat, find. a couple of gray ones, and a calico. I, I couldn't even tell you what the what breed of cat mine is. Like she's, <laughs> I, I don't know. She's mixed mixed something. Um, she was a rescue cat, though. I know that she was found in the dumpster behind Michael's. Always go for rescued people. Don't go for don't go for these breeders. Just get one that you know. Yeah, that's. I've never like understood that. Like, the, like I guess I've never bought into like the whole like like purebred thing or that like that whole animal breeding thing. I just. 
like like you said, there's so many animals that are in need, you know, just exactly. as it is. And that's actually why we went with a black cat. Did you know that most people don't adopt black cats? So they're the ones who usually stay in the shelter the longest because really? they're bad luck. They get returned. Yeah, they're just oh, they're the most round of bomb cats. That's... And best cat ever. He don't even bother anybody. Yeah, that's that just sounds like super, you know, superstitious crap. Just, you oh. know, like See, a wild, old wives too. Yeah, yeah exactly. people, are, people are strange on that. Yeah, and so Angie had these uh, these terror cards, and I had her had her read my future. That was probably a mistake, <laughs> but you know I don't believe it. You know I I guess there is a point. You know, it's not that I'm not saying I don't right, believe right. it. Actually, well, I do have a few clients that work in funeral homes and work with uh, dead people, and they so like they do the haircuts like on the dead people. Oh, no, I think they have somebody who actually does those. They're, yeah. But um, they, they live in the funeral home and do like, you know, put fluid in them and stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Jesus, how do you do that? I even have a client that actually extracts eyes, you know, organs. Really? And he's never seen any. And he goes, I'm like, how do you even sleep at night? That's just terrible. You go take people's eyeballs out. But yeah, that's a pain. <laughs> <man. laughs> yeah. Well, you got to certainly have the right right temperament right personality for that that's that's certainly a very distinct line of work i don't think it, just anybody could do that have you ever seen six feet under no no i never have but i've heard it's good very good but it's it's a it's another tv series that you you know if you're <laughs> it's a long series too see this, so. is, this is my thing and I, I think i told you this before like i like tv series like actually like right now I, i've been going back i'm trying to rewatch breaking bad right now um, you know is it good i, I think i think it's really it. i think it's really good I is it really yeah good. once you get into it i'm sure it is like everybody loves the walking dead too i yeah well i watched like a couple seasons of that and then i'm like okay this is just a soap opera with zombies it's it's not exactly. ending. it just oh, keeps going on. give me some no, real zombies I, I love the i love a lot of tv shows but the, i just like man i got a lot going on in life and i don't have time to watch all these shows there's too many of them if i was yes. unemployed and like just sitting on my ass like sure like then i can do it <laughs> but i can't that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just do it like, you know, I don't, at night, I'll just turn on something. I'm probably not, like right now, I'm in the middle of watching The Strain. Yeah, which is on Hulu. Too. What? I've heard yeah. of that one, too. Never seen it, yeah. but I've heard about yeah, it. It's kind of weird. Well, that's not exactly a selling point. I don't think I want to watch it now. <laughs> don't. I, I, you don't. It, it, it's, it's their little weird spin on vampires, I guess, and viruses, uh, and it's weird. Okay, so but, do you have a, uh, do you have any final thoughts on the whole nine yards? Um, no, I kind of wish they'd come out with something like it, you know, to watch. Not many no, movies not, like that. Not really. Not not no, because it has the mob aspect. It does kind of make me think. You remember without a paddle? Oh my God! You bet I do. Yes, oh, I love yeah, that movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why, but it kind of makes me think of that, maybe because of the nostalgia behind it. But I, yeah, no, I don't really have a whole lot of a lot, lot more questions on the whole nine yards or any more thoughts, really. 
Well, okay. So first off, I appreciate you coming on to the podcast and just humoring me and talking about more than just the whole nine yards. We actually talked about a lot of different movies, so that was fun. Uh, I really do sincerely appreciate it. But now, uh, you know, in the words of you ever watch the like show like Hot Ones on YouTube, you know, with like the the spicy buffalo wings where they interview guests. Oh yeah, yeah. Well. I'm borrowing from it a little bit, but I want to roll out the red carpet for you, as they say, on the show a little bit. Uh, You work at Barber's Edge uh, here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Uh, I was excited to have you on for that because I think it's not like a secret. You've been cutting my hair. Do a great job, by the way. Um, But you've been working there. So I just figure I just kind of want to, you know, plug Barber's Edge. Uh, If you're in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, fantastic place to get a cut. Isaac's your guy, so I don't know. Who knows? Maybe after this episode, it'll blow up. You'll you'll get so many freaking requests for a haircut, it'll make your hair your hair spin or your head spin. Uh, yeah, but, and if you, you mentioned the podcast. Uh, oh wait, hang on. Are you still there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hang on. You you cut out for like just a second. I, I can right. I, I can hear you. I can hear you now. You're good. Okay. Yeah, well, yep, mention the podcast, and we'll, yeah, go ahead and do $5 off your haircut, good time, have a beer, you know, we're usually watching, like, Impractical Jokers, or sometimes, in the morning, I'll have sports on, but I like to keep it kind of light, lighthearted in there, Angie does phenomenal with colors, you know, um, it's 3964 Center Point Road, you know, northeast, right behind the old Burger Fiend, right next to Red Lion, but um, yeah, I do appreciate you having me on. Yeah, like I well, said, it's, it's so uh, about you. So you have yeah. a, a YouTube channel as well, huh? And well, I, I don't, I don't keep it up and running anymore. I did have a YouTube, like it's still out there. Like you, you can look it up and and certainly watch old videos I made. But no, podcasting is my focus right now. Yeah, and you've been doing it for like a year, you said, huh? Yeah, a little over a year. I started it on August 13th of 20, uh, 2021, yeah. Yeah, I've I kind of been looking into starting a YouTube myself, you know, but morally directed around like finance and stuff like that, so pretty pretty boring stuff, but... Uh, not to the right, no, not to the right person. I mean, there's people yeah. that like that. Yeah, I like talking stocks. I'm actually big into, you know, finance, not a big crypto guy. But, you know, I it was interesting to be, you know, come on and actually do this. And I'm going to well, play it back and hear how I sound. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if, if I may give you a piece of advice for, for doing this. And then I, I have a couple questions I just want to ask you about you and Barber's Edge and stuff before sure, we, yeah. before we start wrapping up. But my biggest piece of advice for you or anybody that's going to do like content creation, whether it be videos or audio or whatever, just start doing it. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like that's the biggest thing is I think people try to, they try to overthink it or like they want it to be perfect from like right when they start, they want to get the right equipment and like do everything. But the, the best way to do this is just by doing it. Like that's honest, honest to God, what I would tell you. And then I would also say just, 100% don't try to sugarcoat like how you talk or anything like that just be 100% yourself all right that would be my advice I I could maybe use it I'm still unsure <laughs> of the whole thing my wife thinks I'm probably crazy but 
don't, yeah. don't, no, don't, don't. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm sure she's great, but, but don't let her, don't let her be a naysayer on that. You got to listen to you, and if you got something to say on it, just do it. So your wife took it pretty well, huh? She, she uh -huh. was like a hundred percent with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've had her on the podcast before too, twice. Oh, that would be yeah. You can go back and listen to the episodes. Uh, we the the first one we did, we actually talked about that Will Smith movie, King Richard, and then the second one, the second time I had her on, we talked about the movie Thirteen Lives, which that one's a newer one with uh, the Ron Howard movie about like the Thai cave rescue. It was really good. Um, but no, I've I've had her on. She's she's very supportive of it. I think she just sees the not just the passion I have for movies, but she actually sees that I I don't I don't like sound like arrogant, you know, or anything like that. But I have a voice and I have an opinion on things and I'm good at at doing this type of thing. So I think she she sees that it makes me happy and she also sees that I'm trying to reach an audience and, and kind of do something with it and like actually turn it into something, not just like a casual hobby. Uh, so I, I'm happy that she sees that it's not just kind of like a, Oh, he likes to sit on the computer and, and talk into a, a microphone for a while and, and then go about his life. It's like, no, I, I actually really appreciate the podcasting medium and, and I like what people are able to do with it. I like the freedom with it. And so for somebody like myself, it's, it's the perfect playground to, to explore all that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah, I'd be nervous. So you weren't really nervous at first, huh? Or were you nah, pretty nervous? Honestly. When you did you, your first video, like. First video, maybe a little bit, but I also, I don't know. So like, th this is a bit of a story, but I'll, I'll try not to ramble too much. When I was really young, I was definitely very introverted. Like I, I was very much kind of like in a shell. I kind of lived in a bubble. I, I didn't really like take a lot of chances. I, I was very shy. I didn't like to, you know, put myself out there. Right. Like I didn't do sports or anything like that. Um, but I don't know. I think as I just got older and started to slowly, but surely take more chances and, and, and kind of tap into myself and figure out what do I really care about. And at the end of the day, a lot of it's entertainment, you know, the entertainment industry, the movies, the art form of it, the whole thing. And as I started to get more comfortable with it, I actually figured out, I'm like, Hey, I don't think I'm actually the shy person that I, I made myself believe. Like I actually am a lot more extroverted. So personality wise, as I started to kind of develop it, it started to become less and less of like a, a nervous thing to me and and i just kind of lean into it and i and i love doing it so if you had the ability would you go full-time in it just be yeah yeah really? it's not cool. even a question yeah see and i always saw i was never big into like pictures or anything like that that's why you know i think mm -hmm. we both kind of connected on becker you know that tv show becker all right um <laughs> he was he, he he, I really relate to him in a lot of ways, you know, caring, but I'm still, you know, a lot of people kind of, uh, especially strangers, I don't know, you know, I'm a little introverted, but I'm a barber. So that's kind of, kind of social crazy. profession, I would say, isn't it? it? It is a social profession, you know, but it, but yeah. again, I've had the same clients for so many years that, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we kind of are all opened up in there, you know, I'm not. But when I, when I first met my wife's, you know, family, like I was barely talked, I was shy, you know? Mm -hmm. 
still not like a big photo guy, but (laughs) so that's neat that you used to be kind of, you know, introverted too. And you found out that actually you're, you, you do good. (laughs) Yeah, no, I, it, it takes, I mean, there's a lot of reasons I think as to why, but I, I think, I think one thing I can, I can certainly speak to is like, even during like the shy days, you know, like where I was like really timid and things like that. I, I admit I've always had like, uh, sort of like an internal motivator, I guess. Like I've always been able to motivate myself. I've never really had to like have somebody kind of like encourage me always, maybe socially I have like to kind of be more outspoken and, and speak up a little bit. I've certainly had to have encouragement for that, but not to better myself. I've always wanted to do that. Um, but but it's obviously it's sort of tricky to figure out where to to channel that energy at in a way that you can actually, you know, make some sustainability out of it, meaning that you could like live and support yourself off of it. That's tough. Yeah. Did you have like any idols like, you know, growing up or anything that kind of gave you that edge? Like I love, you know, Kobe and Michael and sure. You know, people that gave you that self-motivation you know (laughs) um yeah i mean like obviously you know i talked about the entertainment industry i mean there's certainly actors and and filmmakers i think i've looked up to uh you know like if we were talking like the mafia ones martin scorsese is somebody that a lot of people idolize in the film industry because he made goodfellas and wolf of wall street the departed you know the, 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 the list goes on with him but um you know, honestly, Sylvester Stallone, uh, because of the of what he had to do to make the Rocky movies. If you ever like want to go down a rabbit hole and figure out how he actually got like the first one funded and how he wrote it, and like it was a huge risk for him at the time. Like he had like no money to his name or anything. Um, you know, so like there, there's there's stories and people like that that I do find inspiring, but that I think like in my own life, um, you know, I never had a mentor until until probably about like my sophomore year of high school. Like that was the first time I got a mentor. He's sadly passed away. Um, but it was my former math teacher in, in high school. Now I'm not saying that he encouraged me to, you know, do podcasting and, you know, get in the movies and stuff. He, he, that yeah. it, podcasting wasn't even a thing, you know, back then. Um, but if I can say, if I had anybody encourage me from an early age, it was him because he, gave me the confidence in myself to not just settle for minimum. Cause I, I didn't think I was going to go to college for a long time. I, I didn't really have any real direction. I kind of didn't know what the hell I was doing. And, and he gave me, he gave me not only encouragement, but actually gave me like practical, like focus. Like he helped me get my first scholarship for, uh, for college. Um, you know, he, he gave me the encouragement to go to college and to find something I actually was, genuinely good at so he was a he was a big motivator earlier on in my life and it's sad that he passed away he he died of uh of heart failure he had a he had a bad heart and he was only in like his like mid to late 50s just sad yeah, sorry that's a bit of a story but <laughs> um, but yeah so, no okay. it was a it was a pleasure having you know having me on like like i said first experience hope i didn't yeah. didn't screw anything up or anything. Didn't sound no. crazy, but <laughs> I mean, unless like I start getting a bunch of comments that are just like that last guest you had on, what a nut job! Like no, nobody's yeah. nobody's gonna do that. <laughs> um, okay, I got I got a couple quick things, and then and then we will wind this down. I, we've I've taken enough of your time up, uh, but 
real quick, Barber's Edge. Uh, again, you mentioned like the address of it and everything. If you're in the Cedar Rapids, Iowa area, I promise I'm giving an endorsement for this place. They do an amazing job with your hair. They treat you nice. They're good. I promise. You won't ever want to go to a cost cutters or super great clips. Any any of that crap, <laughs> you won't want to do it after you go to this place. Uh, but I got to ask, what are all the services that you guys offer there? I mean, I know you do like hair and beard and stuff like that, but I know you do other things too, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, we we do, of course, you know, shaves, neck shaves, nose waxing, color, ears, you know, um, even aftershave masks we will do, you know. And what's, you an after, what's an aftershave mask? What is that? Well, you know, after you get shaved, you know, it's just a mask that kind of cleans out the pores and stuff. Um, eyebrows, you know, everything a typical salon does. If I can't do it, Angie can definitely do it. If it's in the, you know, whether, even if it's women's hair, you know, she does all the women in my family. So, you know, and yeah, we, we cover grays, you know, anything you need done with hair, we can do, we don't do extensions or, you know, dreadlocks or nothing like that, but right. You know, everything else, you know, we, we do. Like, I don't even do perms myself, but Angie does. So, you know, if you need anything, just give us a call, Jordan. We appreciate the uh, the endorsement, man. Yeah, Thank you. absolutely. I mean, like, I, th- seriously, it's a true pleasure for me. Um, I, I I really want to be able to actually use the, the podcasting format and medium. If I can plug, you know, a local business, something like that, I'm, I'm more than happy to do it. It's a win-win for both of us. Well, yeah, definitely. Like I said, mention the podcast. We'll, you know, we'll take five bucks off. You know, your services, and um, you know, and how long? How, how long is that good for? Well, uh, all yeah, we'll go all the way to the end of October. We'll you know, all the Perfect. way to the end of October. You come in, mention the podcast. We'll get you five dollars off if you're over twenty-one. We'll get you a beer and have a good time, a good experience with the haircut. You know. Well, you won't have a bad experience with with you or Angie or anybody that's at. It, it's just you two there, right? Yeah, it is. Before the pandemic, we had we were fully staffed, but you know, after it's just down to me and Angie. Still looking. I also am able to. You know, I'm looking into training somebody. I kind of got somebody already in mind. So nice. we're we're trying to get back going with getting more people in there. That way, it's. Right now, it's better to make an appointment, but um, mm-hmm. if, if you're just kind of getting a haircut, you, we can get you in a walk-in, but we're pretty much uh, appointment-based. So Sure. Okay. Well, my final question for you, and then we're done. It is October now, so I'd be remiss if I did not ask you, like, what's your favorite horror movie to watch in October? Well, the, the definitely the horror movie I'm going to watch is, um, is Hellraiser, and mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the old hellraisers so yeah, that's what i'm gonna be doing um i know everybody's into uh hocus pocus you know that yeah that's that's new sequel style. that was you know that's you know I, i'll watch it with the children but uh back in my time the craft was a little more darker deeper you know we mm-hmm. if they i think they did come out with another craft but it was it was trash i guess but um yeah, I'll be watching Hellraiser, you know. I, I love horror. I like this time of year, you know, so that's what yep. I'll be doing. What about you? 
well, I can tell you for one, uh, you know, Marcus Theaters here in Cedar Rapids, they they do those old screenings of movies. Uh, yes. They're going to be doing a screening of The Shining, which I've already seen on the big screen uh, once before, but I, I'd happily go see that again. So I'm definitely going to see that. Um, Have you ever I, seen that place, by the way? Have you ever no, been no, I, I would love, I would love to though. Have you been there? Yeah, yeah I've been there. My my daughter, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I mean, is it my creepy or is it just check it out? So yeah, we probably it nice out. looking. I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's nice looking. You know, Stephen King, he, he, man, I, I my favorite probably from Stephen King was the Tommy Knockers, but I've never seen that. Or Storm of the Century. Storm yeah. of the Century is good. Not enough people talk about that. No, that was that was one of the that was one of the first of those kind of movies. You know that he, he was good. You know, but Storm of the yeah, Century always Storm of the Century always reminded me a little bit of another Stephen King one with the Mist. You know, oh the mist! What a terrible ending, man! Well, the, the the ending oh. the ending aside, oh. what the the reason why I say they kind of relate to me is because both movies sort of put you in that moral dilemma situation where you're like, how would you really behave if you were stuck in that spot? You know, and that's the crazy part. The worst part of all these, you know, even The Walking Dead, and that's probably why I'm not into those kind of movies, is because the the most dangerous thing is the other humans. Yeah. You know, that's terrible to me. I try to escape. I want to fight against the zombies. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but, but oh yeah, we're going off topic again. No, it's it's okay. All right, I I will let you go, sir. But again, very much appreciate you coming on. You're welcome to come back anytime. Check out Barber's Edge if you're in the yeah. Cedar Rapids, Iowa area. You'll get a badass haircut, I promise. Uh, but that's it. So, uh, well, thanks a lot again for having me. <laughs>